mic. You got the uh, dock pulled up? Yeah. Awesome. Yes, Dad. God, jeez. Oh, Dad. First time in a hundred episodes. God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to... Ginger. Ginger. Damn it, cat. I hear the can. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Supernatural Selection, episode 100, the big triple digit. I'm your host, Kevin Heyman. With me this week are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how are you? Uh, the cat's decided to start bothering me for some reason. Of course she has. That's because she loves you, Mike. She loves you so damn much. And we've got Mr. David Davis. David, how are you today? I am looking forward to this dummy thick episode. Oh, this is such a freaking big one. Uh, so, before we get started, uh, again, we have space for ads. We recorded a new call for ads that's popping up in the middle of the episode. So, uh, if you're looking to advertise your project and or uh, social terrorism, we have got your back. $2 an episode. Contact us via the form on the website, contact.supernatpod.rocks. Uh, again, don't forget the Patreon, right, David? We've got stuff that's going to be there for things and people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trying to work out some more interesting stuff there. Yep. Um, and you know, uh, the, Mc- um, the McPherson I, tape also, will finally go up this weekend, by the way. Yeah, I'm also thinking of a, uh, I don't know, some, something interesting. I'm not going to talk about it too much yet, but you and I have, have seen a certain project that I've been brainstorming. I'm wondering about moving that over to the patreon i think that would be a fantastic idea because man that's gonna be fun i love the concept but it'll be one of those things where it's like it only happens if we reach a certain milestone in funding yes we're gonna start adding milestones to the patreon so that will also be an incentive for us to actually do the stuff Mm. so and it's a buffer so we have time to actually like work ourselves up to it And uh, lastly, being episode 100, I really just want to thank David. I want to thank you. And Mike, I want to thank you uh, for doing this with me for a hundred fucking episodes. Um, I know you both started off as just alternating co-hosts, but like this is... We say we do it for the listeners, but I do it because I get to hang out with two really awesome people that I love dearly, and mm. it's just really great. So thank you for being on here, and Ginger is now on my desk <laughs> getting in the camera. And uh, also, thank you to the listeners. You guys are awesome. I cannot explain how much we appreciate you listening, uh, just joining in on this madness. And and believe me, it this this one is madness. So uh let's talk a little bit uh well before we do that, David, have you got anything else to add for the uh housekeeping at the beginning? Uh well, you know, on that note about doing one hundred episodes, like this is like the highlight of my week a lot of the times is meeting up with you guys on Thursdays and Sundays, just shooting I, shit for a couple hours, uh talking about weird stuff. Yeah. Um and, you know, it, we're, we're getting closer to year three now at this point, aren't we? Oh, we're in year three. Oh, yeah, we're already in year three. So, like, this yep. has been a uh, substantial chunk of uh, time for us, but it's been extremely rewarding to me. So, I'm, Abs- yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm happy to be here. This is, a, this is a cool milestone. Yeah, I agree. This is a lot of fun. And, Mike, 
how do you feel about a episode 100? How do you feel about having spent three years of your life working on stuff that you don't even believe? Uh, I was going to say you can gauge my uh, interest in it by my continued participation. Okay, that's if I, fair. If I did not uh, want to, I wouldn't do it, would I? That's true. That's very true. And I'm having a very slight issue with, again, Ginger is now lying in front of the dock. I was going to so, say, we're, we're going to one day find a topic that Mike's just going to hate so much he's going to quit. Just like, nope, <laughs> no, I'm not interested anymore. Well, we're not doing Alex Jones, uh, at least not yet. So, Do you think that would get me to quit? No, not really. But I don't know. One of these listen, days, we'll find something. I listen to Knowledge Fight. So. Oh, no. It was going to be a pro Alex Jones episode. Oh, oh yeah. No. Yeah. We're, we're going to nut hug Alex Jones quitting, for two hours. I'm quitting. I'm quitting my day job and I'm moving out. He's moving to Alaska. I don't even know you anymore. Yeah. So. Guys, this is the big one. This is the one I've been threatening to do for ages, probably for the whole three years we've been doing it. And I, I, I emphasize the word threatening because the, the, I don't... The sexy alien episode? Okay, the other one I've been threatening to do for three years. Uh, we did the sexy lizards. We got to do sexy aliens, which that is another one I want to do, and that involves the South American UFOs. Sextraterrestrials. The, the spicy Latino UFOs. Yeah, and the sextraterrestrials. God, that's like, going like, to be great. There, there is a lot of dick milking in this episode. Uh, yeah, and... <laughs> a lot of ginger head in the camera. Yeah, there is. Uh, we're also, for those listening, we are uh, recording this live on our Discord via video, which we don't normally do. And uh, Ginger is like, ooh, I'm going to get all up in this. Y'all just going to have to deal. <clears throat> yeah, she's a saucy think, bitch. I think it doesn't help that uh, Dusty's otherwise disposed this evening, so Ginger yeah. has no one to like. She would normally be back in, in our room with Dusty. And Ginger's back is just twitching. She's like, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to pet her. She keeps hearing her name. Yep. So we're doing aliens. And we've done aliens before, but this is the big one. This is all them aliens. This is every alien. Not half. This is Not three quarters. All the aliens. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say all the aliens again. I was waiting nope. for you. No, no. I was just going to let's see where that joke was headed. So uh, our sources this week, and we actually have several. Uh, First off, Alien Races, All Alien Species Revealed by Alan Friedrich, or Friedrich. This book does not actually list all the aliens. Uh, What it does do is tell a rambling story about a meeting a guy in a sleazy resort that had a box of all the alien files and deciding to share it with the author after two drinks. Which is not the weirdest grinder hookup that I've heard about. You know what? I can say that too. Um, <laughs> so it's the title is just misleading because it is, you know. it is. Mm-hmm. And also he has a photo of the files, which is a wooden crate with a bunch of loose manila folders shoved in it. Uh, in what looks like a basement. So, so wait, was the bar the basement? 
I think he may have followed this dude to a second location, which oh, is always God, a no. terrible idea. No, you never no. meet a dude at a bar after two drinks, and he's like, you want to come see the Alien Files? Oh, that's, that's never. That's how you get me into a van if you're going <laughs> to kill me, okay? So our second one is known alien races, beings from outer space and beyond, the complete A to Z list of all known alien races by... Aiden Brophilius. What's up, okay, Brophilius? Yeah, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna start saying, "What's up, Brophilius?" Like you did, Mike. That's great. But uh, <laughs> so Aiden, what if? What about the aliens that like their their with the name, numbers? Well, oh, they become they uh their name begins with a unpronounceable to humans sound. Well, they're not in the damn book, are they? But it says a complete list. It's not a complete. The list, complete A to Z list. Just the A to Z. I oh, gotcha. So the numbers aren't aren't there either. No. What about uh, punctuation marks? We're not going into that. But this book does list all the aliens. And I mean nope. all the aliens, including Jawas. <clears throat> it claims that George Lucas put them in Star Wars as a hint of the truth and to prepare us for disclosure. Ooty. Yeah, because a, what was he, like, t- under 30 at the time, filmmaker? Yep. No, it's just like Spielberg uh, and uh, Close Encounters. He, he knew the secrets. So, look, all the people that are starting to know these secrets is this concerning to me. Yeah, I'm also like, why don't I know, why don't I know who these secrets firsthand? I should know right. these. Uh, our third source is Unexplained! Strange Sightings, Incredible Occurrences, and Puzzling Physical Phenomena, 2nd Edition, by Jerome Clark. And I probably don't need to explain by this point how important this book is for us. I saw him hugging it and, like, kissing it softly, tenderly. You weren't supposed to see that. I know. That's why I was very quiet and backed away. Fair enough. This is the starting point for almost every subject I cover, and it's basically the inspiration for this show. We would probably not be doing this podcast if I hadn't found this book at Barnes and Noble back in like '98. Also, unexplained is our first like show meme, so that's neat. It really is. Yeah, and and that's nice and our fourth uh reference this week is my entire fucking life by me uh i'm not joking when i say my entire life has led to this episode uh in some cases there's no sources i can point to for some of this other than the fact that i assure you i've read way more about this than some people and way more than i should i have ruined my mind and my life to bring you this episode so please Sit back and enjoy as I void my mental bowels, as it were. We greatly benefit from your mental illness. <laughs> I'm glad somebody does. So, uh, so, so, so you were precognizant. About, so you've been training your whole life for this on purpose. Not on purpose. Okay. I didn't know I was going to be training for this, but it kind of happened. It's literally like signs with leaving all the water all over the yes. place. You know, swing away. Don't know why they're doing it, but swing away, Kevin. Swing away. <laughs> Read that crazy shit, Kevin. Read it. <laughs> All right. So, first off, I want everyone to know that this is in no way an exhaustive list of every alien species that we've had contact with. 
in quotation marks. Damn it. Now we're doing it. Now we're, you know, promising more than we can deliver. I know. Well, no, I said it's not a comprehensive list. But, but the title of it is All Them Aliens. I know, but this list is long. I know. The we're... complete list is long. And it becomes sort of redundant. So instead, mm-hmm. I've grouped the various species into broad categories where we can discuss them all like as a whole group. So, and in case, some cases, we will go into more detail a bit by listing the various members of that group. Now, second, one of the things to remember going into this is that there are multiple versions of these aliens and their stories, depending on whose Kool-Aid you want to drink. And what I'm going to try to do is construct a cohesive mythology around these different species. And in some cases, it's going to work out fine. But mostly not. So, so this has like an encyclo, uh, like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy vibe to it. So you could just publish this document with like a big don't panic right on the cover? You know, I thought about that. I really thought about doing this as a pamphlet and <laughs> handing it out at the store like with the don't panic on it. Yeah, but, I mean, how discordant of you. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, one question that get a- that gets asked often is, why are these aliens coming here? Well, each of them has their own reasons for coming to Earth, but the biggest reason, and I don't know if we've ever truly discussed this, the in the lore, the reason that all the aliens come here, is the Earth exists in a bizarre hyperspace hub. And from this measly little planet, you can open a portal to anywhere in the universe via hyperspace. Now, you can see why they'd all want to why they'd all be so interested in taking the planet then, right? Mm. So, why am I telling you about that? Avoidance! But it's time to stop dodging this. Let's dive into all them aliens, shall we? Well, well, next you're going to tell me the Vogons plan on making a hyperspace bypass through our solar system. I just, I don't believe this. Can can you prove they aren't? That's fair. That's fair. All right, so we're going to start our discussion with the single most well-known alien species out there, the greys. First, what do you guys know about these fellas? They're gray. (laughs) Very very nice, Mike. Very nice. Well, well, sometimes people say they're green. That's true. Like little green green men. Gray. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But, but like, this is, like, a really, really iconic alien. Uh, everyone recognizes him, and if you draw, like, an oval head with, like, two big eyes, little small mouth, everyone just knows it's an alien. It is the symbol of the alien. Um, their branding, absolutely on point, and I think that if, like, a UFO of them actually, like, landed, we'd probably just be excited to see them because we've kind of just accepted them for decades, like, like just visually. Yeah. No, it's true, and I, I have to admit that it's going to be funny if this entire thing uh, involves time travel and the Alienware company of computer manufacturers, yeah. and that's all it is. It's just time travel and marketing, guys. The Alienware no, time sphere. <clears throat> that, that would be <laughs> that would be about the only uh, thing that would make sense for me is the 
you had made me get an idea like what if all the the alien misinformation and air quotes is actually softening up the public for you know surprise there's actually aliens yeah that's that's <clears throat> that's the actual thing is they're saying all this but stuff is just that, uh prepping us for disclosure that that's you know very wishful thinking but it also it makes kind of a wack a bit of wackadoodle sense oh absolutely if, if there were actually aliens and you wanted to uh you know not have the public because like <clears throat> i think i i'm going to it's going to hurt and sully me somewhat but i'm going to quote ronald reagan <laughs> he said once that hello uh, i'm ronald reagan the only former th- president yeah the only thing that would uh unify the whole world would be mm. you know an alien invasion there's one other thing mm. that would do it though mm. taco tuesday eh, i don't know now see when I've i seen... heard you say you were going to quote ronald reagan i thought you were going to go huh where am i <laughs> Oh. Ow! <laughs> oh, oh, look, I really like money and making people rich. Now I'm dead. <laughs> oh, that, that's your new puppet show. That's... With the corpse of Ronald Reagan. Yeah. That's <clears throat> great. All right. So the first real account of the Greys, how you like we're just going right back into it like we didn't have mm-hmm. that discussion. So the first real accounts of the Greys came from Betty and Barney Hill in 1961, which we will do an episode about the Hill abduction. That is a mm-hmm. huge, that is a watershed moment in ufology. Mm-hmm. So up until that point, though, most alien experiences have been of the Space Brother type which we'll talk about later. But with the Hills, our encounters with aliens would become more standardized and much, much darker. The Greys are basically the main abduction species. They pick people up, collect skin, hair, and reproductive samples, and then dump them back where they found them, more or less. At least buy a guy a dinner first, am I right? Yeah, no kidding. There's, there needs to be some, some foreplay going. And, and consent. Yes, that, oh my God, that is so important. And we're going to talk a little <laughs> and, bit about and, that. And the bad thing is, you know what the bad thing is? What? They could get it. They could. No, like, there are there's people freaks that would out do there. it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, well, Kevin would do it. Uh, yeah, two thirds of the show would. I may have <laughs> and not given consent. So anyway, but their memory wipes aren't very good if that's what they're actually doing. Because I mean, look at the number of reported abductions. Well, I mean... You've heard about describing someone as having a face for radio, right? Yeah. So maybe they have a face for uh, contact reports. So like, like somebody just looks like an abductee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> wow, that is some serious profiling, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they have no, a type. Yeah, no, the the uh, their their memory wiping makes you know the Men in Black look really good. Yeah, and the thing is, and I, I mean the uh, movie Men in Black. Oh right, the, uh, yeah. Well, as far as I know, do have the Men in Black ever memory wiped someone? No, they never do. They just okay. that's they just show up and act weird. Okay, so that's just kind <laughs> of a, I guess the in the show it's kind of a mashing up of the. the yeah, two. yeah, pretty much. So another interesting thing to note is that from the beginning, Greys wore uniforms, mm-hmm. little little jumpsuits or spacesuits, but in the last thirty years. They started showing up naked. <laughs> and and I don't know what that means. And frankly, 
I don't like the implications that the clothing was just getting in the way. This creepy little gray sexual perverts. Well, it's like living with a cosmic roommate who just gets way, way too comfortable. It, it, Mike, I just want to thank you for I, not being that guy. Yeah, well, I, we have a friend or a couple of friends that at one point they were roommates. And one of them has to go out uh, in the hallway and he sees coming from the other direction from the uh, the hallway bathroom, the, the other roommate just butt-ass naked. And it turns out he was always in the middle of the night when he went to the bathroom, he went naked. That was just the only time they had run into each other. <laughs> That's a fun thing to learn. Yeah. Fucking wow. Yeah. <laughs> so in most versions of the Greys, these guys all hail from Zeta Reticuli. I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about that, but... Now, Zeta Reticuli, I looked it up. This is a binary star system in the constellation of Reticulum. Damn near killed him. Yep. <laughs> it I was going to say, don't be reticulous. Yeah. Oh, damn, sons. <laughs> so, Zeta Reticuli has no known exoplanets. Known exoplanets. Well, this is the problem is it's a, being a binary system. Right. They're, they're terrible for planets. Right. But like all the... Uh, just I could just imagine the two stars swinging around the gravity permutations. If any of them were in stable orbits, it would just shoot planets out of the system. Sure, but not this one. Okay, sure. Now, according to the lore, orbiting this system is a planet called Serpo, which is another episode for us at some point. Where these guys come from? They come, they come from Serpo. <laughs> not Tom Servo, but Serpo. Now, it's got various biomes, of course, but the greys live in a large desert area, which is odd because they probably evolved from cetaceans. Come again? Cetaceans. There's this uh, whole... I, I know what the word means. I'm just... Yeah. Okay, okay. you're just confused. Yeah. Don't day the fuck. I got you. Don't day the fuck. So... There's this whole theory that they evolved from some kind of alien dolphin species <laughs> uh, because they're gray and they've got those weird black membranes over their eyes. Look, in, it, in, in the time you would go from being a, an aquatic mammal to being whatever the fuck a gray is, you would you'd lose a lot of that shit. Look at look at we don't have tails. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, but tails are even just, you know, going back to great apes. Um, which is way a way closer link than from a dolphin. Sure, because you know, in in theory, hum, uh, humans and a lot of mammals came from, you know, some form of water species. Sure, yeah, uh, water uh, male ma- male mammal. Yes, mammalian water ma- porpoise ma- ma- yeah. thing. But uh, and but they still kept those nictitating membranes yep. and. Yep, gray skin because yep. you know. Yeah, it's it's also theorized theorized that their psychic abilities are a natural evolution of a dolphin sonar system. God damn it! Because because <clears throat> that's sure. how it works. And also, this is this is the biggest one for me. Dolphins rape. God damn it! I'm just gonna leave that out there, given what goes on in most abductions. So they're little gray aquatic mammal rapists. Yeah, and I'm talking talking about both of them. Yeah, yes. 
saying they evolve from dolphins because they have gray rubbery skin is like saying an alligator evolved from an avocado because they have <laughs> green rough skin. Good one. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's an interesting theory and uh the thing is, I know where this theory came from. It came from a GURPS source book. What? <laughs> it came from a, a GURPS book that uh the conspiracy theorists just adopted as yeah, no, it sounds good. Wow, they just God like mining. Yeah, everything. And it's from like one of the Illuminati games. <laughs> oh, very discordant. That makes total sense. Yeah. Now, as I've said, that is one theory. Now, another one is that these guys are actually bioengineered machines, meat robots, if you will. And the reason for this is how often they can be found working for other alien species that are going to get mentioned in our episode. Now, I I would most likely buy this one. Um, they're very featureless bodies, kind of have this like utilitarian feeling, like they're mm-hmm. the barest approximation of like a bipedal body plan, and you know um, they could work as you know, for lack of a better term, like a human interface device for another species. Like that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that it reminds me of those really fucked up experiments where scientists were taking spider corpses and turning them into little miniature cranes. Oh, fuck, like I hate crane that. Cross. Yeah. Yeah. No, it yeah. does, like, seriously, if you look at a gray, it does look like an alien tried to make a human and went, eh, close enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe they're just, you know, mercenaries. See, they're, they're, mm. they're, they, uh, they work for a temp agency, intergalactic. Mm. Yeah, no, and I could see that too, but also there's a theory that they're being remote controlled from the cross a galaxy using like quantum entanglement because it's easier to just send robots because of FTL and all that stuff. So, you know, it's an interesting thing. Can't can't send information over quantum entanglement though. Yeah, aliens, Mike. Even then. Aliens. Even Even then. Aliens can't go faster than the speed of light, and they can't send information over over distance with quantum entanglement. Sure, they can. It's Heidenberg said so. Said they can they can pick you up and stick a thing up your pooper, or as you said, the bum bum. Yeah. So biologically, they're basically human shaped, of course, but with large bulbous heads, giant black eyes, and they're extremely thin. They don't eat enough. Their noses. Yeah. Kate Mosses. <laughs> Their noses are often just two slits on a bump for nostrils, and uh, their mouths are almost vestigial since I'll, they do most of their communication through psychic powers. I, I for a second there, misread the uh, word vestigial in the doc. <laughs> it was vaginal, didn't <laughs> yes. you? Now, again, they do most of their communication through psychic powers, and I say most because, as we've covered before, their spoken language is basically just high-pitched, atonal screaming that most humans find highly annoying. And when they do speak English, they can't pronounce the letter L. So when they're saying look, they just say ugh, which, frankly, I think it sounds fucking adorable. So, so I, I just want to put everyone into the experience here. So, so Mike, uh, work with me here. Uh, pretend you just woke up in a UFO. Okay. Wow, why is my butt hurt? (laughs) Yep, there you go. Look! This has been a supernatural selection skit. Yes. (laughs) Is their entire language. Wait a minute, minute. they they sound like Stuart? 
<laughs> yeah, a little bit. So Look at what, what I can do to your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is a long episode. So oh the fingers on Gray's vary, which is an odd statement to make. But mm. some of them are reported as having long and thin fingers with bulbous fingertips. Elliot. Others look more like the foot of a raptor with claws on the end. And even the number of fingers varies from account to account. They've, uh, I've, I've seen reports where they have three fingers with tiny little suction cups on them to six or seven fingers per hand. Sometimes a thumb on both sides of the palm. Mm. Well, it's funny. I, I more associate like the clawed gray with some depictions of the chupacabra. Because sometimes you see a chupacabra that looks like a gray with some spikes and it's got right. raptor horns, well, you know, claws. It's, it's hard for get for artists to get hands right. So, you know, people making up aliens can't get it right either. Right. And I'm sure the grays were just designed via like Dolly. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, here's a question. What do they eat? Does anybody want to hazard a guess? David, Mike, um, psychic energy, terror, <laughs> Good guess. Generic non-French's mustard packs. <laughs> oh, I wish. Normally, though, they just absorb blood through the skin. But they also pee and poop out of their skin. Technically, people kind of pee out of their skin. I know, but this is just straight up piss and shit out of their skin. And this sort of makes sense, seeing as most abduction reports say that grays smell like ammonia, which tracks if your skin is constantly just covered in piss 24-7. Well, well, now we can really canonize fuck off piss boys for the show. All right. Puck, puck off. <clears throat> fuck off, piss aliens. Piss. <laughs> puck off, piss boys. Yeah. Uh, they also love strawberry ice cream, and I can't fault them for that, really. Uh, I'm just picturing this gray just smearing strawberry ice cream all over over its slit where the mouth should be, just going, mm. Then why does it have a mouth if it can't it's, talk with it and can't eat with it? It's, it's It hasn't evolved away from it yet. But it still kept the gray skin in the... It uh, needs memory. something yep. for the foreplay, Mike. I hope it's got a blowhole on the back of its fucking neck. No, it has, has no slits. I already said that. But uh, That's the blowhole. See, yep. actually... You know, what we think of as like the back on a dolphin. It's actually the front of a gray. Yeah. Oh, right. right. Its eyes just went. Oh, its mouth is just a vestigial blowhole with tiny little useless teeth and a flap of a tongue. Yeah. So that means they'll have like a ridge in in their middle for their uh, vestigial fin. Yep. Yep. So there's three types of grays, believe it or not. And we need to talk about those. There's the short grays. The tall grays and the tall whites. They're not grays then, are they? Well, they kind of are because they're the same species. They look like them, but they're white. The the tall, less grays. Well, and white is a very, very light gray, so. Okay, that's fair. So the short grays could be considered the worker class and stand about three to four feet tall. And these are the little guys that most people end up dealing with. They're the ones that get you on the ship, strip you down, scrape your feet, hook you up to the milking machine, and they have limited communication with experiencers except to say, we mean you no harm, and please stop screaming. 
So why is it always the short ones or the workers and the tall ones? We wouldn't think it would be the opposite. The short ones would be the really smart ones that, you know, have the tall ones to do all the, you know, physical labor because they're bigger. Look, hey, from, from your lip to God's ears. Look, I'm I'm not alien Jesus. I didn't make these guys. Yeah, but you know, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, it's it's just a trope that the tall ones are always smarter and better. Sure, a little shorter, short mm-hmm. ones. Mike, but, you're slightly taller but, than me. Shouldn't you be okay with being the the leader guy? I'm just saying it's it's you know doesn't always because if you're smaller, it means you're you're compact. You uh, need more nutrients for you know, I mean you need less nutrients for your body, but more can go to your big brain. Sure. I think I'm the shortest one here, so technically we have a short gray, tall gray, and a tall white right now. That's true. We are those those three classifications. So the tall grays are like middle management in a way. I'm just picturing the office, oh, but they're... with like aliens. <laughs> they're... Again, there <clears throat> is a show so... that is exactly that. Like just Glidnar just looking at the camera with his like <laughs> almond eyes, just... <laughs> Some, someone says something and it just close up of the guy's face just like mm-hmm. no god god no no talking heads where it's just a tonal screaming <laughs> <laughs> so so is there like a a term for instead of being racist you're well i guess that would be kind of racist isn't yeah it? it's like yeah. alien racism yeah like only the, the short ones can only be the well, you know the process and the, the gray unless ones are they're robots management. Unless mm-hmm. they're robots, and then that's just how they were designed. But yeah, different models. Anyway, the tall grays, these guys stand between five and six feet tall, and they have a supervisory position, and they direct the short grays. And most people that have questions for what's going on, they get answered or shown behind-the-scenes stuff of the breeding program and are, like, shown their children, their weird hybrid children. It's the tall grays that talk to them. And they are, can be more compassionate to the experiencers. And they seem like they want us to be there willingly. And they'll often try to make you feel special about being there. And they'll try to convince you to take part. They're, they're the promo guys. You know, mm-hmm. they're like marketing. They're literally just the almighty tallest from Invader Zim. God damn it. <laughs> You're not wrong. How I dare just, I, you? I'm just, you know, I'm picturing this, like, tall gray that, like, um, like grabs you by the hand, takes you into a room. You see a little small hybrid child. This is your son. I and just hope. Just yeah, no, that's literally what happens. Mm-hmm. But I like no, I to believe it. I that it. it, I do want to believe that they all sound like Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall. <laughs> this is your son, you know. Anyway, so lastly are the tall whites. And these guys stand anywhere between 7 and 12 feet tall, and they are bone white instead of any shade of gray. These guys are aloof, and they're capricious in nature, and they're slaves to their own whims and are, in a word, vain. They probably think that think the song's about them. The whole episode, yeah. <laughs> Somehow, these assholes are at the top of the hierarchy, and I hope the Greys join us one day in a glorious workers' rebellion. So, <laughs> seriously, though, if someone sees them, it's usually watching in the background and just sort of radiating smugness. I'm not joking, either. People just 
in abductions, like, you know, they're freaked out by the grace, but, like, they don't like these guys. Well, I, I mean, just imagine, like, being dressed down by one of these tall white assholes as you have, like, a hose on your dick and one up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, that? smiling at you and just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Take it, you <laughs> filthy human. Imagine yeah. it. I've I've like thought about it many times. Oh wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mike, you dog you. So what do the Greys want? Well, they allegedly signed the Gieta Treaty with Eisenhower, uh, in exchange for te- we get technology and they get the right to abduct American citizen citizens? <laughs> citizen citizens. But on the whole, we found our official dealings with them to be under false pretense. (gasps) These guys lie by nature and are most likely infiltrating us with hybrids, and it's only a matter of time before they pull the trigger and we all become their enslaved workforce. I I like how, you know, there's this supposed technology exchange, Mm -hmm. and I don't see the fruits of that. CDs and computers. That's always the two that get pointed but, but out, CDs been, and computers. It's been, what, 60 years? Yeah, well, the they cut off, that's a point. They cut off technology to us after a point, but kept uh, abducting us. That's, that's a us whole Jones thing and, so, in the <clears throat> mythology of the Gator Tree. So, so, so Eisenhower was stupid enough to agree oh, yeah. to a, uh, a drip feed of technology. Yeah, man, he's a dumb, oh. dead piece of shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Politicians so, were really bad back then. I, 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 I wonder how they like got Ike. better. <clears throat> no, they liked Ike. I am oh, okay. in, I am ambivalent toward Ike. No, Eisenhower was all right. <laughs> you I just called him a dead piece of shit. I don't know how ambivalent that is. <laughs> I'm hostily ambivalent. <laughs> anyway. But, but I'm just saying, you know, politicians really sucked back then at negotiating. They did. I'm surprised. We Look ever, at World War II. Was, well, we, Look at World War One. We ended that. I mean... Yeah, World War One just led to World War Two, and World War Two well, led to the Cold War. Yeah, but you know that was that was our allies fucking us in the Cold yeah. War. Well, anyway, I say <laughs> all this, but there's another option. They're just us from the future harvesting genetic material from their past selves, trying to save humanity in the distant future, you know, or whatever. You, you know, just causing casual paradoxes. Yep. No matter what, they have a need for cum. <laughs> Gallons. Well, they never of visited cum. me, and you know, I, they I just keep it all a giant vat, <clears throat> yep, like a loose yep. vat in the UFO just, cargo hold. Oh my god! Just we—that's what happened at Roswell. Just a cum ship crashed. Oh Jesus! They're they're on a milk run. <laughs> oh god! I just hate oh. to be a little gray janitor. What? So oh. so so the UFOs. I can't are, believe I'm a spooch <clears throat> mopper. The UFOs are nothing but uh, the alien version of a milk float. Yep, that's <laughs> that's pretty much it. Milkman. So, let's talk about our next next subject, shall we? Now that mm-hmm. we've talked about the Greys, uh, weird ass baby aliens. I'm excited about this one. There's two species in this category, and we're going to start with a species known as the neonates. Mm. Now, this this one irks me. So the neonates were way bigger deal back in the 70s and 80s when I first started reading about aliens, particularly in the 80s. I wasn't reading anything in the 70s, but still. 
they're similar in a superficial way to the Greys in that the Neonites are... Neonites? I am just full of beans today. The Neonates are three to four feet tall with large hairless heads and small thin bodies, but that's kind of where the resemblance ends. Hmm. The Neonate is named for its resemblance to a fetus that just managed to get bigger. They're pink-skinned, and they're covered with a slight peach fuzz. Now, they have large eyes, but unlike the greys, they have just... Their whole eye is an iris with pupils in the center. They definitely only have three fingers with tiny suction cups covering their long, thin fingers and palms. Jim Henson's Extraterrestrial Nightmare Babies. God, fuck it. Thank you for that. Make your night terrors come true. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll do the same for you. (laughs) Uh, Now, interestingly, until more recent years, the neonates were actually the occupants of the ship that was downed at Roswell. Hmm. Or at least one of the ships, if there were actually two that collided, like some people believe. Wow, they they really suck at flying. Yeah, it may have been the neonates having managed to crash into a gray cum ship. (laughs) Now, like you were saying, Mike, I love how advanced these guys are and that none of them can drive. Do you think the neonate UFOs have baby on board stickers? It's probably baby batter on board. Oh. Yeah. Gross. You think the uh, Greys had a bumper sticker that says young, dumb, and full of cum? Probably. <laughs> I want to see a Grey with a tramp stamp. It, it, it's like a peanut butter and chocolate situation. Yes. Oh, you got God. cum on my alien baby. You got alien babies in my cum. Wait uh, a minute. We have a Roswell. <coughs> oh, God. So. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, so. The neonates have kind of vanished from alien lore, guys. Because they were just too silly. I mean, they've been <laughs> folded into the greys as hybrids or into the Nordics as little helper dudes. Which is hmm. sad because I love the idea of these two species of tiny aliens warring with each other and driving like grandmothers in a Cadillac. <laughs> oh. I can't see over the control panel. Oh, I hit something. Oh, yeah, that's that's it. That's it exactly. Now, the second (laughs) species we're going to talk about here are the Archons. Mm. Now, have you guys ever heard of the Archons other than me talking about the Archons? Um, is it that that the Arc? No, it's Orkin. I was thinking of the pest control. Yeah, no, it's completely different. <clears throat> were, there, were there archons in uh, StarCraft? That was a type of troop yeah, no. of the the Protoss? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were archons. That's David, about the only way place uh, I heard of that before. Yeah. David, how about you? I mean, I've heard of them in like different contexts, but not as like an alien species that I could readily like know okay. something about. All right. Well, these guys have allegedly been manipulating humanity for millennia to psychically feed on our suffering. And they are allegedly present in our most ancient religions. In fact, they've manipulated the records of humanity. Oh, are those all the horrid cherub babies? Yes. Mm. 
So the Archon, sorry, David, go ahead. Does this also connect to the uh, Akashic Records? Yes, it connects to everything in human history. Like everything that we talk about on the show somehow connected to aliens for some fucking reason. Okay, in in that way, yes. Yeah, and it even connects with, you know, Sitchin and the Anunnaki, which we're not talking about the Anunnaki because I did a whole fucking episode on that and I'm not going (laughs) back to them. So... The Archons come from the frozen rings of Saturn. No relation to the Death Cult, thank God. (laughs) And they resemble human embryos. They're also supposed to be covered in cybernetic augmentation. And they're also, also microscopic. Microscopic cybernetic alien babies. Microscopic cybernetic (laughs) alien babies. I want those action figures. You were going to say something, Mike? (laughs) I was just hurting from the pain of that statement. So, yeah, no, there's cyber, they're microscopic cybernetic alien babies. There are also something else, but we'll get to that. So these guys' MO is to bond with humans and manipulate our perceptions of reality to generate pain and suffering. So, okay, so they're looking for the Garmon Bosia from uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah. And so they're the also the opposite of Fry's uh, parasite worms. Yes. So to help, the, thank you for the Futurama. Mike got the Futurama reference this episode. I'm proud of you, Mike. So to help them do this, they've created our media outlets like television and the internet, and they use. Guys, it's the Jews. The Jews are controlled by the Archons, and they they run all media. Again, humanity goes on to be the worst alien of all. Uh, seriously, just fuck this theory. We're gonna move on. So you said they 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 feed on our suffering or something like that. Yep. But 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 media doesn't make me suffer oh, it's more than it like the news and and I don't Jersey watch the news. Shore. I don't and, watch it. Yeah, but most people do. Yeah, but even then, the people that watch it like. Here's, here's the and thing. then there's that Velma show. People people are like pleasure driven, so if they don't like something, they're not gonna watch it this is kind of like, like a weird background i don't know i i've done my fair share of hate watching well yeah, yeah but no, you the, do more doom scrolling is their invention but you, you, you do more pleasure watching than pain watching and hate watching uh sometimes so again fuck this theory we're gonna move on to the next species the nordics i love the nordics <clears throat> uh So the question is, what do you get if you combine the idealism of space hippies with the look of the Hitler youth? You get the Nordics. These guys are a group of aliens all grouped together by the fact that they all look like members of ABBA dressed in spandex. So ABBA. Yeah, I mean, ABBA pretty much wore spandex with probably some sequins. Okay, that's fair. But no... uh, This this sounds a lot like uh, what was it? I can't remember. There there's it, it sounds a lot like they were you know hippies in Germany. Yeah, they would like go to the parks and like go to the park naked and have sex in the park naked. You're you're really whole, on this sex in the park naked. Thing. Well, you know it, it. You know you know a bunch of you know young German people out mm-hmm. in the countryside. Screw. Mike, have you ever heard the song First of May" by uh, Jonathan Colton? Probably. Listen to that song. Listen to that song. It'll you, you'll and, get the reference. And keep your pants on. <clears throat> there's a term. But I was going to there. There's a term for that in German. It's like so. It's just them. 
Yeah. At least. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's honestly a pretty good theory based on uh, from what I what I know about the tall or not the tall whites Nordics. Yeah. Sure. But physically, these guys are tall, between six and ten feet, mostly blonde, with beautiful faces and perfect bodies. They're almost always never sick, and they could speak any earthly language. Even even Esperanto? Yep. Wow. In fact, there are theories Esperanto was given to us by the Nordics. God fucking damn it. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to bring that up, but you had to bring it up, Mike. Like, like so can each individual, like, the individual just is, like, totally fluent? Mm-hmm. Earth Every Earth. Earth language. So... These guys predate what we call today the experiencer or abductee movement Mm -hmm. by a couple of decades. This started in the 40s, and people all over the world began being taken aboard spacecraft by beautiful aliens and given messages of love to share with the world at large. And this was known as a contactee movement. And we may go into more detail about that because there's some really interesting stories about Mm -hmm. these nut jobs. Uh. Some of the contactees would go on to talk about sexy encounters with these aliens. And I mean, you get a tall, blonde Henry Cavill walking up to you talking about love. I think we're all going to get a little weak in the knees. It's just, it's so hilarious to me that you're so consistent with referencing Henry Cavill. This is not consistence. This is truth. Kevin has a man crush on Henry Cavill. Oh, Maybe even a woman crush, too. Again, he takes me up in his arms, makes love to me, and then we paint figurines and play Warhammer. I, I'm just saying, like if if I had my if 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 I were a free man and that happened. Anyway, so so this is so- sounding a lot like a not your thing, but the thing you had your your document thing, sounding a lot like a, that German couple from Super Troopers. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Who wants a mustache, right? <laughs> Oh, God, that reference. Fuck. Yep. Told me. <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. Yep. Uh, now, you know, I made the mistake of showing that to my dad before he died because I forgot about the whole swinging thing. I was like, oh, no, what have I done? Watching, was, watching. Was that what killed him? No. He was not prepared for it? No, because after that, we watched fucking Bucky Creek. <laughs> uh, so... The Nordics are sort of unique amongst these aliens that they don't really hail from a single planet. They come from various worlds, some of which include Lanulos. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Woody Derenberger and all that. Lyra, Venus, Mars, and Jupiter. Now, they also include races like the Pleiadians and the Plajarans, which... Don't get me started on Billy Meyer. Mm. But on the whole, these space brothers, as they were called typically, led to people starting or joining UFO cults that preached peace and opposed the development and use of atomic weapons. Given the time, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now, that sounds great, but most of the times, the groups were headed by a con man and would eventually devolve into sex cults or pyramid schemes. Not that there weren't some true believers, but still. Well, in, in one of our earliest uh, Patreon exclusives that we did, we watched and riffed on a documentary about one of these, like, Space Brother cults. Um, so, you know, be sure to join our Patreon for fun specials just like that. 
Now that was like the Raelians and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's still very much an extension of this like Space Brothers. Oh, yeah, thing. no, definitely, definitely. How to start a cult. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working on that, Mike. I, the the crustaceanist thing still hasn't taken off. Now, a lot of people, and uh, myself included, used to marvel at how the Space Brothers sort of disappeared after the Greys showed up in pop culture. But we were wrong. There is still a sizable chunk of abductions that are perpetrated by the Nordics. A lot of Europeans report being abducted by the Nordics. Mm. And these are usually more pleasant than the experiences with the Greys. They sometimes involve the continued spreading of messages of peace. And if there's a sexual element, it's usually more pleasurable. Mm. Again, this isn't 100% of the time. In fact, if anyone out there listening has had an experience with the Nordics, I would love to talk to you on this show. <laughs> Head to contact.supernatpod.rocks and fill out the form. I would love to interview you on the show about your experiences with the Nordics. Well, I mean, and who wouldn't want to be abducted by a cadre of Swedish gymnast models? You know that does I mean? sound pretty sweet, right, Mike? Uh, no, I'd hate it. That would be awful. Don't <laughs> no, uh, no, please. don't kidnap Mike, you Swedish no. gymnast. <clears throat> Ladies, no, please, not the tickling feathers. Anyway, <laughs> one last thing before we move on. The Nordics, of course, have been seen on the same ships as the Greys at times. What does this mean? I don't know. I'm not an expert on xenopolitics. But this could either point to the greys being meat puppets or there's an agreement to share data between the species. Again, I'm no expert. I don't really want to be. Side note, I guess the naked guys Ingo Swan saw on the moon were technically Nordics as well. Most likely. This whole time you've been talking about the Nordics, I kept trying to remember something and finally came to me. Uh, it was the, I think it was Bud Light ad campaign when I was a kid. The Swedish bikini. Yes, time. that's kind of <laughs> it, except with dudes as well. Yeah, it's a bunch of Fabios, I guess. No, God, Fabio was weird looking. Yeah, no, he was, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> now, before I move on to the next subject, David, mm-hmm. I understand that you have alternate reports about the Lyrans. You seem to think they don't actually look like the Nordics, am I right? Well, it depends. They can. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, we've been doing this for three years, and I recall on a uh, Weekend Weird, we did a little, like, Starseed quiz or something like that. We're oh, going to yeah. revisit that. But um, Oh, yeah, please, let's do it. I, I've seen repeated references to Liren, uh, Liren Starseeds, and um, this is most often accompanied by depictions of humanoids with a blend of alien and feline features. So we're getting to sexy cat girls here. Are we talking about Merez from Star Trek the Animated Series? Honestly, at times, yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So I, I figured I'd talk a little bit about them here. Uh, I'm going to save a lot of this for next week's Week in Weird because <laughs> we're going to find out if we're Liren Starseeds there. <laughs> oh, boy. Get ready yeah. for that, Mike. Oh, boy. <laughs> So, as for the Lyrans, the spiritnomad.com says, The Lyrans are some of the oldest souls in our galaxy. 
Their knowledge is said to have contributed to Atlantis and Lemuria, as well as the element of fire. They come from a number of planets that are linked with the Lyra star system. They now exist in several different galaxies and thousands of different planets on dimensions all the way up to the ninth dimension. Wow, that's pretty high. Yeah, we're we're getting to the um, dimensional visitors theory here. These ancient humanoids are very human-like in appearance, although many of the Lyran race have cat-like features and air about them. Others have more bird-like features. So, fuck me, I guess they're kind of bird people, too. Oh, great, it's Miggly Moo. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, this site suggests they can appear more humanoid, although they apparently have, like, cat-like eyes. Okay, weird. So, mm mm-hmm. But, you know, let's let's talk more about the cat-like aliens here. Um, mm-hmm. and, and not necessarily the uh, the Lyrans. There's different um, suggestions that it may not be the Lyrans. It could be others. But um, okay. I, I'm going to turn to a blog post titled Question Everything, in all caps. Alien cat people are among us. Ooh, cat boys where? <laughs> <laughs> it's a cat femboy invasion. Okay, so. Oh, um, no. Quote, a very long time ago, B.C., a group of advanced feline aliens traveled across the stars and dimensions and stumbled upon a planet known today as Earth in an area known as Egypt, whose population at that time consisted of very primitive humans. I just see Kevin rolling his eyes. (laughs) He rolled his whole, like, head. (laughs) That was a head roll. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's still technically your eyes rolling. Yeah, no, just, just, it's you, like dice in a good, cup. You my, do a whole body roll, he would my, have. My eyes rolled so far back, I saw my brains. <laughs> well, it's not over yet, bud. Oh, um, fuck. Continuing the quote, continuing story time here. In an attempt to aid the evolution of these primitive humans, the feline aliens introduced them to certain tools and technologies, such as interdimensional travel, uh, traveling boats, wait, aircraft, wait, and submarines. Wait. Wait. You heard me, motherfucker. <laughs> Interdimensional traveling boats. And, and airplanes and submarines. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This allowed the primitive Egyptians to travel beyond the unknown territory to discover new horizons, leading to an evolutionary leap in their spiritual and intellectual development. Yes, because ah. giving super advanced technology to, you know, people that can't understand the ramifications of their uh, use <laughs> is... Sounds perfectly okay to me. (laughs) Well, the alien cat people also introduced electricity to the primitive people. This allowed them Uh, to operate during the night and in dark caves, leading to new discoveries. I'm I'm calling bullshit, but you did just, you talking about this did just remind me one thing I forgot to bring up is the, uh, the Nordics are like supposed to be the most spiritually advanced of the aliens, but... Anyway, continue. So, so the way oh, this is put wait. is that they uh, introduce electricity. They didn't give them electricity. Just introduced. It's like, here, here's some electricity. Can't have that shit. But, you know, I'm it's a, right here. I'm a newt. Like, this is electricity. Electricity. I'm a newt. It's like if Prometheus brought a torch down and just kind of waved it in front of man and said, like, nope, no Looky. Touch. Looky. Look, look with your eyes, not with your hands. <laughs> When Bad the monkey. alien cat people were done with the Egyptians, they returned to their home planet. The Egyptians <laughs> were so thankful that they produced statues and wall carvings of their cat gods in appreciation of the gifts they had given them. 
Okay, what about the crocodile ones? And and, the, I the, mean, reptilians. <clears throat> reptilians. And the jackals. Yeah, the jackals and the bird. Yeah, uh, and Funny you get well, to the bird. I'm going to talk, like, talk about dog <clears throat> people. Uh, oh, just a little bit. God damn it. Okay. So, but but they um, but, but they weren't uh, said yeah, to be uh, these uh, the whatever I can't remember where these guys hail from. There's so many weird ones. Lyra, 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 yeah. Lyra, yeah. Now, they're lion. <laughs> now, I also no. do want to discuss that the cats, are, like cats, cats are not of this world. Again, from the same law. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> Back in ancient times, when the alien cat people returned to their home planet slash dimension, they left behind what we know today as cats, lions, tigers, and the entire feline kingdom. These animals are direct descendants of alien cat people and were left here to watch over us and to aid us in our spiritual development and evolution. (laughs) So, let me get this straight. You're saying that cats are developmentally challenged alien babies. Yes, now, that tracks. Now, that tracks, now, actually. Now, here, here's the thing. Have you ever wondered why domestic cats are able to detect spirits? I assumed no. it was because they were in league with the devil. Nope, nope. It is because they have inherited supernatural and psychic abilities from the alien cat people. With these abilities, the cats can protect us from evil interdimensional entities. You ever wonder why cats sometimes stare at nothing or start roaring at nothing? Well, now you know why. I sort of assumed it because they're fucking stupid. Given our cats, they're fucking stupid. Oh, no, it continues, my friend. Oh, joy. These powers have also allowed cats to travel through the astral realms and into our dreams where they can communicate with us without interference from our programmed conscious minds. They can also Uh, predict future events and are capable of telepathic communication, which explains why they tend to disappear for long periods of time. Also, the Sphinx is a spaceship. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Look, no, I mean, according to um, according to this blog, um, of course. Now I can pull up all sorts of weird ass uh, additional sources, but I think it might be worth exploring them at a future time since we're sur- we're surveying a lot of species here. <laughs> um, with that said, um, many of my sources on the cat-like lyrans, um imply that they have an eternal rivalry with our next species. Kevin. Oh, Joy. Before we move on, Mike, you had something you wanted to say. And, I and hopefully, don't remember. I was just good. spacing out because of the, the, the it, bat shittery. Yeah, no, it was, like, it was like it's like doing 90 miles an hour behind a sewage truck and it just ruptures. Oh, and no, and then driving you know, I didn't even get into shit. the dog people. Yeah, no, they're, thank they're dog God. dog people, too. Yeah, of course there are. Crawfish people. Fucking <laughs> I'd eat the hell out of a crawfish person, not going to lie. But speaking of animal aliens, so we've talked about the reptilians a lot over the last three years. <laughs> uh, you know, they're kind of fun. But we're going to talk about the two types. We're going to go into a little more detail than we did in uh, lizard tits because we got distracted by lizard tits. <laughs> so first, there's the Draco reptilians. These guys come from the constellation Draco because they have to be on the fucking nose. (laughs) Now, these guys are the intergalactic bad guys. They look like giant iguanas standing on their hind legs, and they range in sizes too numerous to list, and they can shapeshift. Their base forms actually vary a lot, too. Basically, think of the cast of the sitcom Dinosaurs, where none of them look the same, and none of them look like they're fucking related. (laughs) Because they're all based on different 
like species. Yeah. Like, like, what if that sitcom was the Illuminati trying to reveal the truth? David, I cannot tell you how proud of you I am right now because now, <clears throat> finally, you're thinking like a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> now, second are the Terran reptilians, also known as the Repto sapiens. I love that term. Mm. Now, these are the literal lizard men. They look like anthropomorphic lizards. You know, they look like dudes with scales and stuff. Uh, and they can also shapeshift. This so, just so sounds like fucking like schoolyard. Like, well, yeah, I can shapeshift and I can fly. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I but, can shoot lasers. But oh, this, yeah, well, I can deflect lasers. But then why do the lizard people need, in the Illuminati, need uh, disguises? Um, oh, shapeshifting is a disguise. Could, could shut up. Because <laughs> in that always, it's always you know you could oh you could see this their disguise we're, slipping we're, right here. We're, we're gonna get there. Now this is of course Lacerda's people, the Repto Sapiens. This is mm. Lacerda's people. While also hostile to humans, they have a vested interest in the planet Earth's safety. Oh, and they also have a vested interest in sexy nude sunbathing. Let's all think about that for a second. Let's not. They probably have a vested interest in moisturizer, too. Yeah. So both of these species have been spotted during abductions and have been the boss guys in the shadows in those situations. And again, the greys often work for them. And in some theories, the greys are the embryonic forms of the reptilians. So so, so wait, I I thought the tall whites were in charge. Mike, it depends on who you got abducted by. It depends on so, what shift they're on. So we yeah. having it just sounds like now we have competing uh like gangs of aliens. They're not like all one unified front. They're all all out to get that sweet, sweet man seed. I must, yeah. I, I think it's and like the a, eggs. Don't forget the eggs. I think it's like they're just doing it, they're freebasing it. It's like a narcotic to them. They're just, you know, these are drug harvesters. Sure. Well, and it sounds to me like like more and more like the gray will work for whomever allows them to probe the most butts. Like they are like <laughs> anal insertion mercenaries. Like that literally that's like what the gray's role is. God, what does their version of Soldier of Fortune magazine look like? <laughs> butts. It looks it basically looks like earth porn. It's called it, S Masters. Every uh centerfold is just goatsy. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Go fuck. Go, go to She's open up right in the middle of the magazine. Yep. Oh, look at the spread on this one. Literally. <laughs> and and some of them are like, man, that's too much. I hate it when they're with look so artificial. Yep. <laughs> oh I like, god. I, like, I, like I can't believe. Nat- I, I like a natural anus. I can't believe they airbrushed that prolapse. <laughs> Someone bleaches. Uh. So okay, let's move on from butt talk for a second. At any rate. The main difference between these two species of uh, reptilians, uh, ideologically, is that the Reptosapiens believe that they are the true and original inhabitants of Earth, and they can't stand the Draco Reptilians. Which is hilarious, because they're the descendants of the Draco Reptilians, sent here to colonize Earth millions of years ago. You're not now, my real father. <laughs> pretty much. Now... <laughs> All that being said, they both eat human and animal flesh exclusively, but they also psychically feed on human suffering. And I don't know I don't know if that's supposed to be a vitamin supplement supplement or what. It 
it, I don't know. It's it's like a it's like a like capsaicin. It just adds some mm. zest to their meal. Uh, sure. I was gonna say it's just like a nice demi right over a steak. Yeah. Sure. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like ooh, that nice savory sauce made mm. from the 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 fondant of the it's um, steak. Oh man. So. Mm. Also, as we discussed in Horny Lizard Jail, <laughs> these guys love to fuck humans, the Reptosapiens. Yeah. Which is gross because they see us as a subspecies. So it's like us having sex with orangutans, which unfortunately is something I know for a fact people do. And I can't wait for the fucking apocalypse now. Yeah, I remember I heard a story once that a uh, the monkey hooker. Yeah, the most popular hooker at a brothel was a an orangutan. Yeah, I fucking hate this species. And but no, it's it's like if we liked, so we like eating pigs. It's we, like if we, also we fucked them and tortured them and ate them all at the same time. It's now the really fucking weird. Now, did the orangutan sex uh, worker like wear a tube top? Was that part of the appeal? Was to remove I, clothing? I, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't okay. want to know. I'm not looking that up. It was I a don't shaved. want that. An in orangutan in a right. wig smoking a cigarette. It was a shaved orangutan. Oh god! I remember that? Hey, soldier. Yeah. And they yeah. it was rescued because you know they found it in the uh, they, oh, they god. Raided the brothel. Uh, oh Jesus! Okay. Human are terrible. Yeah, we're awful. I want us to die. So one last thing on I this fucking to topic. One last. Sorry. Stupid monkey, do better. Stupid monkey, oh, do no. better. So mm. one last thing on the top. I don't know why we always do that as Johnny Wiseau or Tommy Wiseau, but monkey, do better. Uh, one last thing on this topic. People often use digital artifacting videos on YouTube as proof of the shape shifting. They say it's their cloak failing or their form reverting. And look, if this happened that much, we'd already be roasting these guys on a spit and serving them in Outback Steakhouse, all right? Mm, I bet reptilians taste like chicken. Look, look, we've already shown... That sounds great. We showed a propensity for not really caring for who or caring who leads us, so their shit just got revealed that often you think they just come out and say yeah we're reptilians we're we're lording over you get used to it yep and we just be like oh fuck this sucks this really sucks oh, pretty well, much i'm going to work tomorrow yep yeah oh god this is terrible i hope they don't raise taxes <laughs> so uh that being said uh let's take a quick break and uh when we come back we're gonna start with the serious sickos. What? <laughs> What's Fuck, that? Fucking and torturing and eating your meal aren't bad enough. I uh, know it gets worse to me. Oh, anyway, damn. we'll be right back. Hi everyone, this is Kevin from Supernatural Selection. Are you an independent creator? Do you have a webcomic or an Etsy store? Do you 3D print things? Or are you just looking to get some word out for your Discordian cabal with uh, social terrorism? Well, we'd love to help. And David, I believe you've got some details about how we can help. Why, certainly. If you go to supernaturalselectionpod.com slash contact, that is supernaturalselectionpod.com slash contact, you can learn how to advertise with us. 
That's right. I believe the rate is $2 per episode. You can't beat that with a stick. I mean, trust me, we've tried. Yeah, that's cheap. That's literally cheaper than dirt. Mm-hmm. And best of all, if you're not sure how to write an ad, we'll do it for you. We'll even record it. Absolutely. Just let us know what you need in the ad, and we'll be happy to do that for you. And again, that URL is supernaturalselectionpod.com slash contact. And now, back to the show. Welcome back. So let's talk about the sickest fucks in all this. The Mantis Cucks. It's always the Mantis Cucks. It's always the Mantis Cucks. So Mantis Cuck obviously is a term we've been using. Yes. Because it fits. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're normally known as the Mantises, Mantis Men, or Insectoids. Now, these guys are part of an insectoid race that, once again, may be the adult form of the greys. Do they evolve like Pokemon? What the fuck is yes. going I on? I think they're like Eevees, is what it <laughs> like, is. They're just Eevees. Choose, choose yeah, your gray you just give it a certain, a certain radioactive stone, and all of a sudden your gray is now turned into a fucking beetle. Yeah, no, you give it meat, it turns into a lizard guy. You give it a porno, it turns into a mantis cuck. <laughs> the the, the Gravolutions. Oh, God. Oh, that would make a great t-shirt. <laughs> what? Uh, the the gray evolutions, evolution. just like oh. an EV evolution type chart. But oh, that it's would with be gray. great. Yeah. yeah, evolving into the different shit. There we it's go, the, new merch. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> these guys are almost always in the shadows watching the experiments. Like in the movie Love and Saucers, which again, I highly recommend you check out Love and Saucers. It is a great movie about uh, an abductee that paints, you know, pictures of what happened to him Mm. now in this film the subject of the film paints a lot of his experiences of fucking an alien woman okay it's gonna be memorable have i I got you already now (laughs) you gonna watch that movie because i just said that anyway in the background of a fucking lot of these paintings there's a mantis cuck standing in the corner watching this full-grown alien woman go into town on a 13-year-old boy. I just keep hearing Zorak in my head going, Yeah, yeah, that's hot. Take it, you dirty bitch. This just all sounds incredibly illegal. I know! But, you know, they're from space. Their law is not our law. (laughs) There's no laws when mantis cucks have claws. (laughs) Oh, God. So, the Mantis Cucks, and I'm not going to stop calling them that. I don't give a shit. The Mantis Cucks tend to just flat out horrify people. They're like (laughs) the most alien of the aliens in a lot of ways. And and when you look through a lot of the lore and read about meetings between, like, the U.S. government or military and the various races, everyone's kind of doing their thing and they can relate to each other, and then everyone just is freaked out by this giant alien bug that no one in the fucking room understand and is just being a creeper and, like, just keeps eating the olives, you know? You know, I mean, it kind of makes sense because they're the most alien-looking. Everyone else is mostly, you know, humanoid. Yeah, 
And it's, it just sounds like being at a party and there's a serial killer standing in the corner with a cup just staring at everybody. And you just know he's planning exactly how to chop everyone up and keep him in his freezer for sex later. I'm just picturing a more modern version of the metamorphosis where Gregor Samza is even more of a neat and spends his time looking at porn on 4chan while on both porn. <laughs> That's terrible, and I would love to see someone do that. <clears throat> You're killing me, Smalls. So, the other thing is we have no idea where these assholes come from. <laughs> or, Did you check under a log? <laughs> or what they want. We don't know why... They're always working with the Greys. I, 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 I literally think it's them paying for some kind of weird-ass sex tourist thing, like when you go to Thailand. Yeah, I'm not normally about, like, kink-shaming, but, but no, shame. Shame them. Shame them. Yes, fuck these guys. So, no, don't fuck them. So, <laughs> my thoughts are, one, you, so you find these guys grosser than the, the, the torture-eat-fuck yeah, and in, in, in their own way, yes. Because, uh, like, their whole species is like, yes, we will do this thing for cardinal knowledge. Blah, 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 blah. And these guys are like, yeah, keep doing it. That's, that speaks a lot about you. you know, I'd, I'd, rather, think, I'd, rather, I'd rather be the subject of a mantis cuck than these eat-fuck-torture-reptilians. I don't know. I guess it's just personal taste. Would, would, you rather <laughs> be, would you rather be tortured, fucked, and eaten, well, or just have... Someone creepily sit well, in a corner while you do the nasty. Hey, at least say, say what say what you will about the reptilians, but at least they have an agenda. You don't know what the mantis is playing. Yeah, that's the I other don't thing. care as long as they're not eating me and fucking me and torturing me. You don't know that yet. Time. They're just watching. They're just they watching. Don't, you they don't do it. They're at not your most intimate. <laughs> probably judging you, judging your form. They're just they're like, not saying anything. You need to lay that pipe harder, bro. I we're we're not gonna have this argument they're continually, not, but they're just, not saying anything, so who cares? Or they're watching, whatever. Yeah, they're watching for now. Maybe I'd pay more for that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. But uh, <laughs> they're still sickos. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're also just kind of maybe they're they're recording it maybe they're stenographers or scientists or something oh they're recording they're, it and then putting it up on whatever their version of x videos is they're they're just like maybe they're it's the opposite maybe they aren't kinky all maybe these like they're completely asexual being insectoid and they're actually kind of like anthropologists just watching going and then the human male inserted his genitalia into into uh aurora test giver number 33's mouth that has no <laughs> obvious reproductive purposes. Why would they do something so off-putting? And I'm the sure there's just some kind of twisted sex freak. So, subject twenty-seven, micturated on the chest of subject twenty-three. Oh God! <laughs> what uh, is the reasoning? They're just—they're just trying to. That's it. The mantis cucks are just trying to understand why you know why sex. Oh, you think like, they're uh, sitting there going? Why is this hot to you? I don't understand. Can you imagine trying to explain a Cleveland steamer to an alien? <laughs> I don't look. I have I, a feeling the reptilians invented the I, Cleveland steamer. I want someone to explain it to me. Like I, not not in the I don't process, under- not the process, but the why. Just, again, we don't kink shame unless it's, it's just a, a warm, guts. happy feeling. I guess. No, it's not. Anyway, 
Is it because it's warm? I <laughs> God damn it, Mike. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Next. Is, it, is that on? Is that on the bingo card? God damn it, Mike. Probably. probably. <laughs> I think it probably is. Okay, so our next section. This is for all our little onesie twosie guys out there. You know the folks we have covered and may cover in future episodes of their own. Mm. These are the guys that don't fit into the major categories. Guys like the Flatwoods Monster, Springheeled Jack, and the Kentucky Goblins. Mm. It's also a place to put some of what uh, Jerome Clark calls cosmic pranksters. But there's two stories I'd like to talk about a bit. One of them is kind of spooky. And the other one, you'll see. Hmm. Now, first, we're going to talk about the Dover Demon. Have either of you ever heard of the Dover Demon? I've heard of the Dover Boys from that Warner Brothers cartoon. Unhand her, damn backslide. <laughs> a runabout. Perhaps I steal it. No one will ever know. Yeah, the one, you mean the single greatest cartoon ever made? Yes. <laughs> yes. I watched Mike. that today as I was reading the script. Fucking great. Mike? <laughs> um, I know of the Cliffs of Dover, both the place and the song. Oh, oh I know a guy named Ben Dover. Dover. I know his sister Eileen Dover. <laughs> oh, the Dover boys. Anyway. So, let's talk about the Dover Demon. So, you will learn. It was the night of April 21st, 1977, in Dover, Massachusetts. And a group of 17-year-old boys were driving home. It was around 10.30 p.m. One of the boys, Bill Bartlett, spotted a shadowy figure crawling along the top of a low stone wall. This sounds like the start of a Stephen King story. Doesn't it, though? Yeah, the alliterative name taking place in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. 1977? Fuck, man. Yeah, no, it's it's the next step beyond Lovecraft. <laughs> now, as the headlights hit the form, he got a solid look at what I can only describe as a jet black version of a gray. Hmm. Giant head, spindly body, no mouth or nose at all, and giant glowing orange eyes. It was gripping the stone of the wall with oversized hands and feet that seemed to mold to the surface, and it ran off quickly. Now, neither of Bill's friends saw the creature, but they did testify later that Bill lost his fucking shit. (laughs) Bill was highly upset by the time they got him home, to the point that his parents noticed and talked to him, and he told them the story, and he even sketched out what he had seen. I've seen the drawing. It's, I mean, he's not an artist, but he got the mm. point across. So. Well, it sounds to me like E.T. snagged like a symbiote from Spider-Man. God, I'd hate that. that. Right? And I'd hate Venom on a gray. Some some teenagers in the 70s. I'm sure no acid was involved. Was <laughs> right? <laughs> now, John Baxter, 15, was walking home at 12.30 a.m., this is two hours later, from his girlfriend's place. And he saw a small form headed his way. And he thought it was a buddy of his who was short, so he yelled out to it. (coughs) And the thing stopped in its tracks, which freaked out young John, and he froze as well. And the form, whatever it was, shot off into the woods down a a small slope, And John, being a brave or stupid kid, ran after it. Now, he stopped as he sort of caught up to it. 
and he got a good look at it silhouetted. It was about 30 feet away and stood on some small stones, and it was hunched over but upright, supporting itself with its hands on a tree. Again, the creature's hands and feet seemed to mold themselves to the rocks and the tree, and its eyes were glowing a dim orange. Mm. Needless to say, this freaked John out, so he backed away very slowly back up to the street, and he ran for all he was worth. He got home and told his parents, and they reported it to the police the next day, and they discovered that John had heard nothing about Bill's report two hours prior of the same creature. Now, the fun thing about this creature is that we have two sightings separated by two hours of what may be, you know, the same thing. Busy night. And I love the explanation the skeptics threw at this one. I know I kind of think it might... It, it sounds like it could have been a cat, honestly, mm. that ran off and, and was, like, up on the tree sharpening its claws or something. Now, Mike, before I reveal, reveal the official explanation, you give us one. As, as Mike the Skeptic, what would you think? I mean, it just really is a lot of variables there. Like, it's it's 12, it's, you know, it's dark. It's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I have no idea what the areas therein are like, how well lit they are. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, it, it could go from, you know, being able to see absolutely nothing to being, you know, either a full moon and or, you know, artificial lighting. Because, you know, at 30 feet away, you know, in the dark, it, that can be, you know, you can see a white either yeah. absolutely nothing or, you know, a fair bit of detail. Yeah. Could be a jaguar. Could be a panther, though. Could be just a cat. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, Back me up. Like, my guess about a cat, it's not a bad guess. Yeah. Yeah, one I of mean, those Massachusetts panthers. Uh, for something to mm, have, you know, mm. glowing up. Don't make me get Spooky Dice Bag on here because they're all up <laughs> in that area and they could tell you about that shit. But, Mike. But, uh, but that would be the most natural explanation for some something that seemed like it has glowing eyes. Sure. Now, before we move on to the explanation, while there's nothing to solidly connect the Dover demon to UFOs, I'm including it here because of its shocking resemblance to a gray in everything but coloring. And, and I mean, after all, what is black but a really dark gray? Yeah. Or, so. or, or gray, just a pale, pale, or a dirty white. But no, Kevin, <laughs> I realize what it is. What? It's the intruder. Oh, shit, dog. It's the intruder. I did a short <laughs> film based on the intruder. It was it was pretty messed up. In, in that it was a terrible film. It's fucking <laughs> awful. Anyway, I wrote it, directed, and uh, Mike edited, and it was still terrible. Anyway, Throw it on the Patreon. Oh, hell no. Gotta it. find it first, bitch. <laughs> so, now the official explanation. Because no one doubted that the kids saw something. The explanation was a moose. (laughs) Yep, a giant fucking moose was mistaken for a tiny bipedal creature at 30 feet. I mean, come on, man. Even I did better than that. (laughs) So, guys, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, maybe if the gray are meat puppets, this one was defective and melting down, and maybe the poor thing was suffering. Oh, God, that's... Fuck, don't make me feel bad for the Dover Mm -hmm. Demon. Mm -hmm. Mike, 
I mean, it, I can't really give a, you know, defend, not definitive, but like a single, you know, thing. I mean, right. But I mean, obviously, the, it could have just been something misunderstood. Sure. And that's, that's the belief. I just think it's real damn dumb to say it's a moose. Yeah. No, that, that's, that kind of doesn't fit the uh, <laughs> available. Narrative. No, no, it doesn't. You noticed that, did you? You have to like <laughs> at least, you know, uh, pay respects to some of the uh, the description. Like, well, how does the moose have glowing orange eyes? Why didn't the thing have antlers in the description? I mean, or, ser- or any. Just... I mean, I mean, I guess head on, you could kind of mistake the antlers for like someone holding their arms up or something. I don't know. I guess, but it wasn't described as doing that at any point. I know. So There's yeah, some... no, the the moose is a stupid it's like rubbing explanation. Its antler on a tree. It's the mm, or it could have I, had could have had no antlers. It could have been you know the summer and it had shed its. What antlers. if it was a deformed baby moose? You, you know, you know that you know they do that, right? The, yeah, no, I know that. I know that antlers. Anyway, point is, I included it here because there's two solid witnesses, and it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, up next we have a fun one. This one is about a UFO. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a low-rent version of uh, the Betty and Barney Hill thing, minus the abduction. And it's also very silly, and I wish I had remembered this one sooner, because it could have gone into off-the-rack assholes. Mm. This one comes from Unexplained, and I (laughs) swear to God I cannot praise that book enough. You can't stop saying it that way either. No, we never will (laughs) stop saying Unexplained. I won't. Yeah, I yeah, I I get what you're saying. So, (sighs) all right, the couple in question didn't want their names used in this. They didn't want any publicity. They did report it to MUFON shortly after it happened in 1974 in Hancock County, Ohio, though. Mm. So this couple, Frank and Kathy, as the report calls them were driving one night when they saw a glow on the horizon. And they thought it might be a fire, and Frank, being a proud American, wanted to help. So, as they approached, the light lifted into the air and revealed itself to be a saucer-shaped craft. And at this point, Frank pulled over and said the greatest statement in UFO history, That ain't no barn fire. I, I could see Gary Larson drawing this for the far side. You know, yeah, I would love to see that, actually. <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> so, oh, God. So, the object was pulsating and came back close to the ground. They were about five miles from it, but could see it, in, see it quite well. So, Frank does something here that if you grew up in the 70s or early 80s, makes perfect sense if you know about CB radios. If you don't, this term is going to sound like a wild night. What he did was get on the CB radio and make contact with four gentlemen to report what he was seeing as he was seeing it. Now, what he said was, I climbed on the horn and broke four other guys. I mean... Is that what they call a convoy? I, I I guess so. Kevin, were you doing the moose? <laughs> I I was I was doing crabs. I was doing crab claws. But I I just like 
that that's a hell of a statement to make there, friend. Yeah, and and also <laughs> circle back to this five miles away. Yeah. That that's a long way. Like Big shit. One, one, it's pretty daring to be able to, you know, put a pin on that, you know, distance on something of unknown size. Right. Um, cause at, at anything past, you know, a certain distance, we're just, you know, depending on our known facts about an object right. to determine its size. So sure. So saying it was five miles away is, well, let's assume he, he knew the area well. Well, even then, you know, it, it, yeah, the, the I, I understand weird. the fallacy. Anytime someone talks about UFOs also, in distance, I'm yeah. always kind of like, eh, was how, it though? Like, how much detail can you see at five miles? I don't know. And uh, I'm assuming this is sometime in, in dark because they saw. Like, oh yeah, it was night. Fire. It yeah. was night. So, uh, how big is it? Because at five miles, it's pretty goddamn big. I guess at five miles, if it's you know the size of say an airplane. Like a, and I mean, like a you know a jetliner, mm-hmm. like five miles. That's going to be you know, what maybe an inch across, maybe at I don't know, know. arm's length or something like that. It's going to be tiny. Yeah, but we're going to find out some details though. So mm-hmm. now at this point, Frank refers to the ship as a saucer critter, <laughs> <laughs> which I kind of want to start calling all UFOs that from now on. So sounds anyway. like a name of a movie, The Invasion it, of the Saucer Critters. It does. It also sounds like something you buy at the state fair. Sausage eat. fritter. Yeah, sausage <laughs> fritter, saucer critter, whatever. So anyway, Frank was relating all this to his broken men <laughs> when the side of the ship opened and it ejected a box kite. I quote Frank. It stuck them out, and they go whirly, whirly, whirly in the air for a while. And then it stick them back in and close the door. Appeared to me that it was taking samples of some kind. <laughs> so, at this point, Frank pulls a Barney Hill and decides to beat it. Just beat it. Oh. So, God damn it, Mike. <laughs> so, the object began chasing them. I'm going to quote Frank again, because this is delightful. When it turns slaunch-wise, that's edge-wise, it looks like a long cigar. But when it would straighten out, it looked like a saucer. And when it came towards us, it came well within a half mile. I could hear some kind of running sound very faintly to it. Anyway, we turned around and hauled tail out of there. This guy needs to have more alien encounters, and I need to hear about them. I know. I What the fuck is slaunch-wise? <laughs> what is slaunch? Is, it, is that like a Rick and Morty thing? What the fuck is a slaunch? Oh. Oh, God. So what followed was an amazing chase through the rural roads of Ohio with the UFO hot on their, the UFO hot on their heels until Frank decided to pull a Batman Begins and turned off his headlights and hit the brakes. The brake lights on his car don't work. And the thing shot right past them. So they just go back on their merry way and uh, decide to stop at a diner at like 2.30 in the morning. That, that, was a, uh, that was a Batman combined with a Top Gun. It kind of was. Now, this is where it gets weird. 
Um, it um, was already pretty weird. Oh, it's about to get worse. So Frank and Kathy walk into this diner and they sit down at the bar and they order. And there's this weird little guy sitting at the end of the bar staring at him. Now, this guy is extremely MIB feeling. He's like three feet tall. He's dressed in a dark suit. He's bald, and he's got a big old nose. Someone left baby Ross Perot at the Waffle House again. <laughs> That's where I'd leave the motherfucker. Well, you know, it's, it's it's at a time where almost everybody was wearing dark suits, and he's so he was balding and had a big nose and was three feet tall. Maybe he's just, you know, maybe he was a uh, he was a uh, Billy Barty in I between was, roles. I was just gonna say he, he, the description is exactly Billy Barty. Yeah, he you was a know, child with progeria. Oh God, that'd be terrible. <laughs> they ran away from a kid with progeria. God. Anyway, so this guy jumps down off the stool and walks up to him, and he asks, what did you see in the sky? He even talks like Billy Barty. Yeah. No, he doesn't. What the fuck? joke. <laughs> but they made, in, the, in the report, they specifically said the guy talked like a record going backwards and at, at weird speeds. So, so the, the, the lodge, the Black Lodge yeah, in Twin Yeah, Peaks. exactly. Exactly. What did you see in the sky? <laughs> so Frank asks him if he was one of the four men he broke. And the guy seems confused. <laughs> David's over here dying. Uh, so the guy starts staring at Kathy and trying to get her to answer his own his questions as his eyes start bulging three inches from the sockets. Oh, so, so he's... Uh... Christopher Lloyd from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. So, I, I was going to say Jim Carrey from The Mask. I was going to say Roll <laughs> Hooley after sneezing, but sure. <laughs> anyway, so the guy keeps pressing them for details, and Frank replies, I don't think that it's any of your business. <laughs> to this, the guy goes slack-jawed and gets what Frank called a, quote, stupid look. And then the guy screamed the sentence I'll never forget or understand. I live by visions. I think this was just a nutter in the diner, and they overheard him talking about the UFO and came to ask questions because he's a nut job. <laughs> All right, so at this point, Frank has had enough of this guy eyeballing his woman. And he specifically said, eyeballing my woman. Mm-hmm. And... Quote, saucer critter notwithstanding. <laughs> that's a that's a name of an album if I've ever heard Sa- of it. Saucer Critter Notwithstanding. <laughs> so he was just about to get into a fist fight with an alien. <laughs> He's gonna fight a sick child. <clears throat> We've already established this as a child with progeria. <laughs> gonna, gonna, gonna fight seriously uh, drunk Billy Barty. So anyway, Mr. Barty just turns and walks back to his end of the bar and sits down. So Frank and Kathy decide to finish their meal in peace. So after the meal, Frank and Kathy made to leave, and then the little guy jumps up and starts jumping up and down, screaming that they couldn't leave because he had to keep talking to him. And they decided they're just going to ignore him and leave. Lemony Snicket, what even is this series of unfortunate events? 
<laughs> I mean, like, imagine, put yourself in Frank's situation. Right. An aggravated short person is eyeballing your wife and screaming about the UFO you saw. Well, 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 well that just sounds like Henry Zabrowski. Oh, my God, you're right. So, once back on the road, Frank and Kathy see what they think are headlights in the rearview mirror. But it isn't. Because they lift up about 10 feet into the air. It's another UFO. What are the odds? Now, this one is a smaller black triangle that's gaining on them and, like, shifting left to right. It's, it's like them. snaking in Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> They're they doing really the power slides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there, standing on the front end of the UFO, riding it like a surfboard, is the little guy from the bar of the diner. <laughs> it's like Kirby's air ride. <laughs> It's like him on the star, yes. They, they shouldn't have been out there, you know, picking and eating those mushrooms from the cow pasture. Something. The, the now, old dude thinks he's Goku. Now, our, our, our listeners... Oh, Nimbus, yeah. So, our, our <laughs> listeners can't see this, but the viewers can't. I drew a little drawing of uh, the guy at work. So, I hope everyone enjoys this little illustration of Evil Billy Barty riding a UFO surfboard. We're going to turn it to a t-shirt with I Live By Visions right over the top. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. David, we got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so again, surfboarding Billy Barty riding behind him at going like 90. So, <clears throat> Kathy is mildly upset. <laughs> mildly? No, seriously, she is mildly upset, he says. <laughs> and Frank is starting to think that all of this is a little strange. These people are masters of the understatement. So Frank <laughs> tries the headlight trick again. And it doesn't work because the thing passes him and then loops back around. <laughs> and he takes off again and it starts following him again. So the surfing MIB chases them almost the entire way home until about four or five miles from the house, they realize it's no longer behind them and it's vanished. <clears throat> so the MUFON researcher, Mark Hunker, <clears throat> let that name hang in the air for a second. Hunker or Hunker? Hunker, like hunker down. Hunker do. Hunk, hunker do. Oh, God, there's there's a preacher reference. So, anyway, Mark Hunkerdew managed to track down the four men Frank broke. <laughs> you can and tell because they were in their refractory period. They had like a thousand yards stare. They're on the mountain. Yep. So, he tracked them down, and they actually confirmed the conversation over the CB with one of them saying he wasn't that far away and saw the ship himself. So that's kind of interesting. Then the diner. Oh, the diner. So the waitress at work that night says she couldn't confirm the conversation Frank and Kathy had with the tiny MIB, but she did confirm that was there was a little well-dressed man at the bar most of the night by himself that left after Frank and Kathy left. Now I'm I'm gonna ask a question. Was there like a a circus in town? Because this we could have, have been someone. 
we have no information because they weren't in their hometown at the time. So we have no idea if there was a circus. I wonder how long after the event is this MUFON researcher asking Days. Like, because we're ta- like, it's, I read it. It was about three days after the incident, which is pretty good timing for 74. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just trying to think, you know, if I had a weird experience at work, how well could I recall it? You know, a oh. couple of days later. Oh yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say one way or the other. I can't, I can't say maybe she's got a really good memory. Uh, she's a waitress. Who knows? Maybe she's one of those waitresses that doesn't use a pad. Well, maybe yeah, the even, uh, MIB yeah. forgot the tip and she remembered that. Oh, oh, you remember that shit when, when Billy Barty doesn't tip you. No. <laughs> so, you know, even with good memory though, there's stuff that you just don't think is important. And so you don't, you know, try to remember it. Sure. I guess, but you know, how common was seeing a three foot tall dude in a business suit? Yeah, well, she, yeah. Like, like I said, she remembered the, that, but you know, yeah. If the mini me form of Ross Perot is sitting at your, you know, bar <laughs> in your diner, you're gonna. I, I feel like you would make a is, note of that. You'd just be well, like, huh, I, I don't see that small of a person every day. Yeah, yeah this sure. Is, this is like you know, decades ago, people were smaller than. Maybe he was closer to like normal size at the time. I don't know. He was just slightly short. It's slight. Mike, hmm. people didn't jump from four to six feet in the span of 40 <laughs> years. Well, they kind of, I mean, the average height did go, go yeah, up. Yeah, but not by, like, know, not by foot. like two yeah, to three feet. Think, think about it now, you know, for us, someone that's like. I want four, you to think four, about four, how tall my dad was. Four and a half feet tall. He was not four and a half feet tall. Is, you know, four foot tall. God damn it, Mike. This whole Stop conversation down. This whole conversation reminds me of those trolling pictures of like a person listed at five five looking like they're three feet tall, and then a person being at like five nine looking like they're six feet. Um if you've ever seen that where it's like trolling people about their height. Oh, it's yeah. so funny. So but I'm funny. just saying that, you know, back then there was less of a height delta between really short people and the average person <laughs> than there is today. You're not, therefore, you're not winning this. Therefore, it was maybe not as memorable or weird. But I, I you remembered think, it, and it yeah, was no. weird. I don't what think the effects saying? of gravity have changed that much. <laughs> what, what's gravity have to do with anything? God damn it! We need to. We need, look. We need to put. A, we need to put a pin in this. We'll come back to this at some point. We'll, it's got to we'll be a just, little pin though, because say, they're very small. Just saying though. that to shut me up. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, God. Now, here's the fun part. Later, later, Frank and his friends would go back out to the field where he saw the ship and wait, probably armed. And he would see more lights in the sky, but none of them ever came close. How, How do you feel about this one, guys? This sounds like an episode of Twin Peaks, and I would love, like, could you imagine <laughs> David Lynch making a movie about this? Yeah, actually, I could. It, it's, it's like, really weird Lost Highway or something. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to see this done as, like, a short film. <laughs> this, I mean, I 
Mike, this, is this not like literally the silliest thing we've discussed? There's nothing credible here except, you know, maybe, you know, there was an actual short guy involved. Sure, yes. Just no. a, it was just a unfortunately statured traveling salesman eating at a diner at night. Yes. And maybe he'd been on the road too long and heard someone talk about UFOs. He was on trucker speed. He was socially awkward and tried to strike up a conversation because he's cripplingly lonely in his, you know... Door-to-door so, vacuum salesman so job. A, dw- a a dwarf trucker on no, no, trucker traveling, speed. A tra- traveling okay, salesman. a dwarf traveling salesman hopped up on no-dos. Yeah, and coffee. And coffee <laughs> at a diner trying to get some eggs Benedict. Lost his shit because he heard someone talking about a UFO. I live by visions. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah see, he, see, he has visions. That's not a men in black thing. That's a... That's a weird, Kevin. That's that uh, crystal lady. If we like, oh, don't like, no, 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 no. She might be on the show someday. If we rebuked her, she might yell something like that. Okay, that's fair. But oh Christ, this 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 could have been its own episode by itself. I think. But speaking about the opposite of Christ. Oh yeah. Okay. So this next one, the I want. The only reason I'm putting this in here is because it is sweeping the fucking world. Mm -hmm. This has hit big with the fundamentalists, and even the guys on Mysterious Universe started preaching it, which is one of the reasons I quit listening to those guys. Again. Now, I want to put this up there up front before we really get started. I do not believe this nor endorse it. Unlike, right? unlike Mantis Cooks, he really believes right. and want those to be real. <laughs> right, because everything you've mentioned so far is highly believable. Hey, and, fuck and highly, both of you. Highly your, your you know, jam. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> so, there's currently a theory, or a belief is probably a more accurate term. Yeah, theories, theories have like, you know, some You can test them, yeah. So... This belief is that aliens and the UFOs themselves are demons. Like, literally, straight from hell, servants of Satan and his lesser imps and devils. Hell yeah. You even had someone personally espouse this to you. I I did. I've had several people espouse this to me. But yes, more recently, someone, yes. Um, This belief is... Really easy to summarize. The belief in aliens and UFOs draws worship away from God and Jesus. So they're worshiping UFOs instead of God and Jesus? Kinda. It's kind of like in Peter Pan, if you want to keep the fairy alive, you have to clap for him. Yeah. So, the UFO and aliens' actions during sightings and abductions are evil. Anything that is evil and draws worship from the Lord is a tool of the devil. Therefore, UFOs are demons. So, so nothing, <laughs> nothing can draw that can draw attention from the Lord and be evil cannot be the work of the devil. I had a teacher tell me that Bugs Bunny was the devil because he drew worship away from Jesus. Well, that, saying, he, there's, there's, he was also dressing as a sexy girl bunny sometimes. Look, I can't help it if Coach Dorman happened to get a boner because he was watching <laughs> that one where Bugs was hitting on Elmer. So, so there's there's nothing that can just happen to be evil and draw attention from the Lord that 
No. It just coincidentally has nothing to do with No. Wow. No, 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 not well, at he's all. A, he's a very busy yet uh, industrious and smart guy, this Satan. Nope. He could come up with all these other ways to draw attention from the Lord. Pretty much. They're all his brainchild. Yep. Well, well, and all of this was in the news recently as well. Um, we because we discussed, I think, in a week in weird about like the Pentagon not investigating yeah. UFOs because oh, yeah, a couple of, of people at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them said that he uh, he believed that there were demons. Yeah. No, he believed mm-hmm. they were demons, and he didn't want to give funding to researching UFOs because that's giving money to Satan. Mm-hmm. But it, but isn't that the opposite? If you were researching UFOs... No, 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 no. You just don't do it because you don't give demons attention. Yeah, because you, if, you, if you're researching UFOs, you're going to talk about the findings, and those findings are going to distract people from God. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, thank you, David. That's but, a but much better... Aren't, aren't wars distracting people from God and evil? God is kind of needy now that I think about it. Yeah. Aren't, aren't yeah. uh... Like, like it, it could be anything. Growing food is, you know... Yeah. <clears throat> like snack cakes. Snack cakes are evil. Oh, yeah, especially the devil's and, food ones. And they definitely draw attention from the Lord. I don't see anybody complaining about snack cakes. Like, do Sugary you, like, sodas. Do you take, like, a snack cake, put it on the counter, and then, like, get down and pray to it? Is that what you do? No, I'm just saying that <laughs> That's what Paul used to they're, do. They're, they're evil, <laughs> and they t- distract people from the Lord. Paul's not here to defend himself, so... The devil. Yes, Paul, oh, Paul little Debbie, them. we thank you for your bounty. Yeah. <laughs> So, I really can't explain how often I've heard this belief. <clears throat> this <clears throat> encompasses the Greys and the Reptilians. Mm-hmm. Now, you remember those glitch videos I mentioned with the the mm-hmm. the, the Grey the the Reptilians? Mm-hmm. I knew a guy that said, "Yes, they are lizard people, but the lizard people are demons." Oh, I mean, I guess if you're doing it in the uh, Rankin Bass Lord of the Rings way that like the the lizard people were, ended up being orcs for some reason, I guess it's the same thing. I guess. Well, who's to say what a demon looks like? Couldn't it look like a lizard person? Sure. Because because you know the, the the snake in the Garden of Eden was Satan, so why not oh, the lizard people are demons? That's oh, a ret- that's a retcon. Oh, the, the grand reptilian theory. There we go. Yep. Actually, that is. Part of it that he's supposed that's supposed to be a metaphor for the reptilian. Anyway, so that's that's a whole other episode about the Bible. So this belief feels like it's people wanting to believe in UFOs and trying to make it mesh with their Christian upbringing. And since a lot of churches, and I didn't know this until recently, don't want people believing in literal angels because it takes worship away from God, it has to be demons. And it's also kind of like all those Christian Sonic fans that flooded DeviantArt with the drawings of Sonic, Knuckles, and Shadow kneeling at the literal foot of the crucifixion and giving their souls to Christ. I think you mean inspirational art. I really don't think I do. <laughs> also, you notice I didn't include Knuckles in there because Knuckles is a fucking sinner. You said Knuckles. Not <laughs> Knuckles. Not Knuckles. Amy. Tails. Oh, Tails. Tails. Tails, Tails uh, is a goddamn sinner. Yeah, it's because he deals with technology. Yeah, yeah of course. He has two tails. I mean, come yep. on. Oh, yeah. It's like a two-headed <laughs> goat, but a two-assed <laughs> fox. <laughs> well, no. Two-assed fox is what you look for on a furry website. I'm not going into that. 
so uh that's it wait, wait oh. we're done that's that's the episode and like i said this is in no way a complete list <laughs> just know <clears throat> that i could make one and i choose not to because i love you guys <laughs> So that that's been this episode. Just a few of them aliens. Just shut up. <laughs> well, in, in Kevin's defense, a lot of them are kind of the same They're trick redundant. over and over again. Yeah, like but the, you named the episode. I know, but we did cover all the major classes of aliens because. Like, 90% of them are just Nordics from another planet, and they're all psychic and hippies. Now, so, now look, we had yeah. aliens in the episode, and all of them were mentioned, so there you go. Some of them aliens. A few, of, a few good aliens. You semantic son of a bitch. So, <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you guys think? How do you, how do you feel about this now? I say we rank them. I kind of like this idea. I at least want to know who gets the like, S tier. Like, like what, like what, uh, like what, based on what ranking, just like, you know, that's what, what we have what, to figure out. The what, best, you, the best, or what, like, what most want to be abducted by. No, or? just the coolest, the neatest one. So an overall so, ranking. Yeah. Like who's, who's in the S tier? I guess the Nordics. Cause they're, they're, mm. they're hot and just want to, you know, yeah. Fuck. Okay. The, the grays, kind of, I guess, because they're weird little dudes. And they're that, the famous ones. I'll tell you who's in the F tier. Uh, the the, the uh, reptilians? Neonates. Oh, God, yeah. All those, mm. all the baby aliens. Yeah, the baby aliens are and, F tier. Uh, any, any of the ones that actually just kill you? Yeah, they, they go in that tier, too. No, I'd put the reptilians in, like, C or D tier. For really, the, the, yeah. the, the torture fucking eat guys. They, aren't, they don't deserve an F just because well, they don't look as weird as the neonates. They're neo not as lame. S tier is Nordics. A tier is gray. Like, I have a B-tier, feeling... B tier... I would put the reptilians because you have that whole thing with the... Uh, like, they have my, their whole rivalry with the, the uh, micro reptilians I, I and take the terror reptilians. I'd put I, them in B tier. I, I take the furry bunch as an A tier. Oh, okay, but like the reason I say the reptilians rank higher, there's two reasons. Number one, you meet them, it's at least going to be interesting. And two, <clears throat> Lacerda. Yeah, you meet them, it's going to be interesting until they fucking torture you and eat you. That was consensual on the sex It's not going to be consensual, but the eating is not going to be consensual for me, or the torture. The reason I say the neonates <laughs> in the F tier, though, is because I've I feel like they're going to be like the dude from Idiocracy that you knock on the UFO. It's just baiting. Great. <laughs> I don't care. They're not eating and they're fucking lame. me. They don't abduct. I don't they don't care. Do it. All they do is not be able to fucking drive. I don't care. It's just your grandma as an alien. The, the the eating me is an automatic F tier. Not okay, all reptilians, fine. bro. Ears. Not all reptilians. No. Oh, think about that. Is that he a said no. Kevin said all reptilians want want to uh, are carnivores and want to eat people. Well, I don't know about Lacerda, but like you know, on the whole, yeah. both of them. Well, she's do. a man eater. That's different. <laughs> oh, I'm empty. Yeah. All right. So normally we have not been doing questions for the show lately in the mainline ones, mm. but we got one that's relevant. Ooh. From Kick Acetron. Ooh. And uh, Kick Acetron's question, which thank you, buddy, for that, 
is there a difference between the grays and their green counterparts that were popular throughout the 90s? Like a hybrid of the grays and a different alien species? Hmm. I, I kind of mentioned that a little bit when I brought up the chupacabra earlier right. on. Um, yeah. Well, I think part of it is, you know, the term little green men <laughs> was coined because of the, uh, the Hopkinsville goblins. Yeah. Despite the fact that they were silver. Uh, <laughs> That's and right. I, th- I think the grays being colored green is just a way to do goofy little, uh, little green men because everybody mm-hmm. still calls them little green men. Mm, yeah. And what is it? What is it with weird things in green? Because, you know, the moon was made of green cheese. And I don't know. I've never seen a green moon. So, yeah, I know. It's just a lot of weird, mm. like, green eggs and ham. Why, why green? Well, I don't know I mean, why green. I, 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 green based on context. Uh, so, like, for example, green can often be associated with, like, sickness and stuff. So, like, yeah. in the case of green eggs and ham, yeah. it's like, well, ooh, that seems gross. Um, yeah. You know, but green can also represent, like, life and can take on a nature. color if they're sick. Yeah, I just, I guess the little green mem... Uh, I don't know. I think it was just derision on the part of the person that was writing about the Hopkinsville goblins, and it was such a neat term that everybody latched onto it. And they just—I was going to say also, like green is a more alien color because, like, you've got people with very gray complexions. You know what I mean? So if if you're—I personally would be more terrified of uh, honkies from space. That's the Nordics. (laughs) No, I mean like little, little embryonic honkies. Mm. You know the yeah, neonates. I'd be like, oh, gross. But, yeah, uh, so so green would just be an interesting way to just uh, make something that appear more alien. Think, I guess. I think blue would be even more alien. Well, Marvel's kind of done that to death. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like back everything in, in Marvel is like Beast, Nightcrawler. Well, I mean, even before that, Nova. You know, we're talking about you know the, Not the Nova, 40s, Nebula. 50s, mm. 60s. You know, it's still before that anyway. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, and as a general concept, right? You know, it's, it seems to, you know, be either green or gray, never well, red, blue. Well, no, I mean, there, there are red aliens. John Carter of Mars. Well, yeah, you got the red They're, Martians. So, like, the, aliens have come in all sorts of colors for yeah, a but long, the, long time. In the but popular it's, it's culture. Green. Why? Why is green so talking about the, that? Seems like it could be an entire episode, honestly. Real like the, tracking that down. And understanding why green became you know what? that focus. I think I know why. Mm. Frogs. Yeah. Sure, why not? Frogs. Sure. And we'll yeah. talk about that in a couple of weeks. Mm. Okay, that puts a deadline on me then. Okay. But, uh, well, you know <laughs> what I mean. I, yeah, I, no, I, I know, I know. I have a counterpoint. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Surgical gowns. Mm. Oh, are you saying it's like drawing it up from the collective unconscious yeah. and early memories that we're remembering surgical gowns and we apply it to aliens in the same way? My theory is that the face of a gray is the distorted memory of a surgeon with no visible mouth or a nose and just eyes and, and a, cap. a uh, cap with no hair. And, and the smaller ones are the nurses. Yeah. Mm. And, and maybe the... the uh... I've never actually heard anybody propose that theory besides me I mean, we've so, talked about it a lot before like, we have but like i never before. see it mentioned in the the literature and uh maybe like the the ones with the uh the hook hooky hands and stuff or just like holding an implement 
Yeah, exactly. Scalpel or something. And that's one of the other things about that is uh, <clears throat> the grace really didn't come about until the more modern times when people were starting to be born in hospitals. Because mm. before that, it was midwives, you know? Yeah. And, and home birth. And, and, and My dad do, was a home birth. What do the what do the uh, Europeans see more in aliens? Nordics. Nordics, which, you know, could be, you know, just home birth people, midwives. Sure. Mm. I like it. Yeah. So that's a thing. It, it's it's been my, it's been one of the uh, explanations that makes the most sense for me. Now, why? And, and how triggered... horrifying is it that it was mine? Now, one of the, what I want to understand though, at some point I would like to know is why, why that gets triggered. In, if that is the case, why it gets triggered in some people, like what happens to trigger that in somebody, a, a, it's all, it's like a, you know, first, memory regression type thing. Well, the theory is that it's set up, the whole experience is set off via, uh, you know, like rogue magnetic fields and uh, sleep paralysis. There's entire, like, classes of study talking about, like, trauma and how memory works associated with trauma. Like, you can't can't tell me being a little baby, all of a sudden coming out of your warm womb. Oh, that's the most traumatic. Using... Using your eyes for the first time. That doesn't just burn some kind of Man, thing onto your... you want to talk about original sin, let's talk about original trauma. <laughs> Jesus. OT. Yeah, man. Uh, but, again, I say that as a plausible explanation for aliens, but also aliens. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm going to that, in- that experiencer meetup in December damn it. Mm. And I will let you guys know how that goes. If yes. there's a fishbowl with keys in it, do not put your keys oh, in the I'm, fishbowl. If there's a pineapple in a fishbowl, I'm walking out. <laughs> giving me the address. Yep. As long Mike. as they look decent. Oh, my. I know. I know. You that's, sweet summer child. No, I don't have any, any... Uh, Mike, do you really want to hook up with an experiencer? No. It would be an experience. I'd be ready Are you for ready an for an experience? <laughs> Killed Mike with that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, in jokes. I don't know if we uh, ever talked about that on either uh, show. Yes, we have. We, we talked have. about it on. We talked about it. You and me talked about it. I believe on uh, uh, Distraction Hall when David wasn't there. Uh, mm. Rayford experience. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, that's it. That's all. Them aliens. We have come. We have climaxed. So. I want to thank everyone for following me down this bizarre-ass journey into the world of my private obsession. And uh, thank you, everyone, for just listening to the show in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, we, lo- we love having you here. And, and thank you to everyone that's watching in the Discord right now. I, this has been a lot of fun. And, uh, yes, we have been checking the comments uh, guys, as you've been going, so yeah, I've been watching the chat. <laughs> yep, we've got the chat up. So, mm-hmm. thank you again, everyone, and thank you, Mike and David, for a hundred episodes. I feel like you've been humoring and indulging me, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. I mean, I'm, man, I'm, listen, it's been one hundred episodes. We have a second show going on. 
It's been a good three years of doing this show, and I could see us going another three years. You know what I mean? I, I think so, because we're not out of ideas yet. We have not yeah. tapped this well dry. Uh, unfortunately, <clears throat> no. There is still a, a topic doc that is not shrunk at all. I, I want this to least. be the year of magic. I want to do, uh, oh, we're, like, we're start done. diving into magic, yeah. Yeah, we're going to start doing magic uh, in 2024, and we're going to talk more about Goose and, Goose and Spookies. I meant mm-hmm. Ghost and Spookies, but I kind of like Goose <laughs> and Spookies. I kind of like that, too. Yeah, Go- Goose and Spookies. So we're going to talk about some fun stuff like that, and uh, we hope you'll be there for the ride, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for those sweet podcast dollars to come in. Yeah, well... <laughs> I'll be it's, waiting for a while. Well, I mean, we got some money coming in on it. the Patreon, and we've, we're we going to have the ads, which we do have some lined up. So, again, thanks, everybody. I, I can't thank you enough. This is a passion project that I'm, I'm really happy we're doing, and I'm glad we're all enjoying ourselves. So, again... If you would like to find out more about the show, head over to supernatpod.rocks. That is supernatpod.rocks. You'll find links to our Discord, Patreon, our store, and all them episodes. And uh, we hope to see you in the Discord. We're we're having a lot of fun in there. And uh, that's about it. David, you got any plugs? No, no, just uh, looking forward to recording again this Sunday, uh, recording next week, and for every week after that for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to Sunday because i got a book I want to talk about. And Mike, have you got anything you want to plug real quick before we go? I've, I've got a game. Whoa, what game? Uh, you'll find they, The audience will find out. Oh, you want to talk about Sunday. the game on Distraction Hole? I thought yeah. you meant you had a game you wanted to plug. No, no. I'm a fool. So thank you again for listening. We will see you next week for a weekend weird. So until next time, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. I'm a Nordic. Yeah. Would you like to come up and see the people I work with? They are grace. Please just stop torturing me and fucking me and just eat me already. I'm done. Yeah, will be nice. You bend over. I start eating. <clears throat> uh, or am I going to be, uh, what's the word? Uh, dip you in the hot oil. But, uh... Deep fried? Oh, or the cheese. <laughs> fondue. Am I oh, going to be fondue by the Nordics? <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, the, yeah, the human fondue. I already said I'm not...